0: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise, plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy hump day. You made it to the middle of the week. Congratulations. Celebrate by humping someone you love, Jackie Get over here. Might I suggest Bryce and Dice? <laughs> That's always a good <laughs> suggestion. I'm never gonna turn down an opportunity to hump Bryce or Dice. No, no. No, no, no. Happy hump day. Can't believe it's only Wednesday, yet here we are. No, it's better. You know what it is? It's better than Tuesday. And it's definitely better than Monday.
1: 100% now, starting now, we'll be cruising down through the end of the week. It's like downhill, you know? Yeah. The week is a hill. It's an incline. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is the
0: journey up. Wednesday on down. Yeah, and you know what's cool about Wednesdays, even though obviously it's not ideal. It's not the best day mm, of the week. Mm-mm. You're allowed to start having hope, and that can really fuel you through a long work day. Yeah, and everybody hates Wednesdays, you know, so
1: it's not like Wait, we're complaining. Do
0: people hate Wednesdays?
1: Yeah, because it's like the hump day.
0: I don't hate Wednesdays at all. Like, I'm like, oh my God, okay, now it's like we can start looking forward to the weekend. Like on Monday and Tuesday, the weekend is so far out of my mind. No, and
1: Tuesday is really...
0: A nice day. A nice
1: day. I think Tuesday's Tuesday never hurt
0: anybody. I disagree. Monday, of course, is extremely nefarious, problematic. Monday needs to be canceled. And I know a lot of people give flack on Monday, but I think a lot of that energy should be reserved for Tuesday. Tuesday's arguably worse. We've already been through a whole Monday and you feel like you deserve for it to be like Thursday, but then it's just Tuesday. No,
1: but Tuesday, you've been eased into the week. It's not as stark as the Monday. You know, whatever you had waiting for you on Monday, you accomplished, and Tuesday, you can you can look anew. And and on Tuesday, you're ready for the week.
0: No, no, I totally disagree. But then on Wednesday, you're like, it's still the week? No, on <laughs> Wednesday, I'm like, there is a glimmer of hope. Like, I can see this tiniest bit of light out of this time tunnel on Tuesday I'm still very much in the tunnel you know what I mean
1: okay fine and then Thursday is just gorgeous Thursday, Friday
0: is spectacular you know what I'm gonna have another hot take like oh
1: you can't be negative all negative all the time bitch I wasn't like let, let me say what I was gonna say
0: I think Thursdays are incredible the truckers, truckers for, for Thursday are here I think Thursdays are incredible and like I kind of feel like sometimes Friday's like a little bit of a letdown. like it's kind of anticlimactic
1: no it's like I like Thursday because we're so close to the weekend. We have it to look forward to. And then Friday, it's it's almost like it's already here and you need to start appreciating it. Like, I don't like when something is here, I like when it's the almost up, here. yeah.
0: You know? I mean, I have like a an adoration for Fridays, obviously because I'm human, but also because like growing up on Fridays in school, we would always get out super early because it was Shabbat and right. we went to a we Jewish school. we used to get school. out of school
1: at 5 p.m. Yeah, on, on regular days. Fridays we
0: got out at like 3. No, to, uh, in, in like the nice time of the year, like 12.30, 1.30. When it would get dark really early, so yeah. So some of my fondest memories are like just being done with the week and having like a nice window to nap before Shabbat dinner and like just the weekend could come. And that's like for so long been my attachment to Fridays but I don't really have that experience with Fridays anymore no so, I kind of am loving Thursdays. Okay, do I, your thing. Thursdays are the new Friday, especially if you are your own businesswoman and you can cancel work on Friday.
1: <laughs> and it's summer Fridays. Summer and Fridays. we also can't ever, like, we never cancel a show that wasn't planned to be canceled no. unless we have the no no virus.
0: Ooh, don't like, bring it we up.
1: talk such a big game, like, yeah, we work when we want to, when we don't, when we don't. We are
0: a slave to the schedule. We're, yeah, we're, we're we try and keep it really tight. And, like, I know it seems like maybe we take off a lot of time, but we try our best. It always has
1: to be, like, planned in advance, ask for PTO. Like, unless you, it's the Nono virus. That's really right. the only time we ever abruptly canceled a show.
0: And honestly, I really um, don't want to go down that road talking about the Nono virus because over the weekend. No, no. No, no. Over the weekend, me and Ben were with you and a couple of your friends, and we were telling them about the Nono virus because Ben had caught the Nono virus at your friend Rebecca's birthday party. Um, and so we gave him, like, the whole rundown. And honestly, I feel fatigued and traumatized from that conversation. And I, I can't talk about it. No,
1: I don't. I have no
0: desire. No You're free desire, from desire? <laughs> free from desire. So it's Wednesday, which means we're going to be hilarious, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it also means we have Dear Toasters, our advice segment. So that'll be at the end of the show. And we've got a couple stories to, to tell you about. Some legal news. Mm-hmm. Some more Disney news.
1: Claudia picked four out of the five, and you guys can guess which ones are which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be fun. Totally.
0: (laughs) Also, um... Since it's Wednesday, I'm being reminded of two things. One, last week when we were doing Dear Toasters, I don't know if I was just like verklempt or overwhelmed, but we had three submissions and I only read two of them. That's really funny. I have no idea why. And then yesterday's episode, you called me and you were like, wait, did you realize that when we were talking about the Saint and Pete Davidson story, we went off on a tangent and literally never recapped the story. We never even discussed what they did,
1: who they were, what you need to know. We, we just saw the word Cheesecake Factory and we went down tangent. a rabbit hole. And we never came back to it. Because I was like, you know, writing a little caption. Like, we talk about boom, boom, and boom. Right. So I went to look at the stories. And I was like, what did we say about Pete and Saint? Nothing. No, we talked about my internship. Yeah. A
0: California Pizza Kitchen. Yeah. And Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. We are nothing if not professional.
1: You just never know where the show is going to take you. And like, okay, Pete and Saint went to Walmart. Now you know.
0: No, and you really can't throw Cheesecake Factory into a story without expecting people to, you know, go off on tangents. Harp. And LARP, harp and LARP, a hundred percent. That's what we did. We're the harpers and the larpers. We are harp and LARP and 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 harp and LARP Um. So what's new with you? I started a
1: new book last night. Well, I finished my book on the plaza. I told you guys yesterday, but then there were a bunch of pictures in the back, so I had to tap through to actually get the you know credit 100%. for having read it. I rated it three point five. You know, I don't think it could have ever been any better than that. But now I have all this useless information about the plaza. So if you want to know anything about the plaza, come and ask me, and I've probably already forgotten. Then I started this book called The Lost Summers of Newport, it's by three authors, a Trifecta. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is Beatrice Williams, who is a historical fiction writer who I've never read, but she's like a Kristen Hannah, And I don't know why I've never read one of her books, so I'm excited. And it's about like Gilded Age, Summers in Newport, very much like the show. Gilded Age, yeah. So I've heard good things, and that's just my scene. That's yeah. my scene.
0: You're such a Newport girl. 1899
1: Newport is my that's scene. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Looking for me? me? Looking for me? It's 1889, and I'm a Newport. Right. And now I want to go back to Newport and I know. do like a
0: historical tour. Well, no, I'll go with you. Um, you would like it. And now that
1: you've Gilded Age, you don't yeah, think?
0: No, for sure. But like when we went to Newport last time, we did like wineries, bars, like that's very much, I think, like the energy I will be you know, bringing if we do go to Newport. Of course, but we could do one
1: day where we look at the houses like you did oh, in second grade.
0: I have been to the houses Me too, in Rhode in Island. in second grade, but like she couldn't have cared. Um, also, we do need to go back to Newport because the last time we went to Newport was the situation with the Extremely Hasty Flush. Yes. And we have to eradicate that memory from our brains entirely. Yeah. And if you don't know what we're talking about because you're new from TikTok, Go look at our episode, "The Extremely Hasty Flush." It happens in the beginning, and it's a really traumatizing moment, and it's a teachable moment for everyone who's ever going to use a rest stop in Connecticut because they do all these
1: high tech rest stops. They're really gorgeous, and mm-hmm. congratulations to everyone in Connecticut. But they got really aggressive with their flushers. Also, it's a podcast-only episode, so don't go looking for it on YouTube.
0: Good advice. Um, yeah, I feel like you know every I feel I feel like you know a lot of um, creators and YouTube personalities and influencers are. Tied to a cause, you know they they are a cause driven platform, and I really feel like we should be championing the cause of no automatic toilets at rest stops
1: no, you don't know what you're going to find when you start that's a can of worms you
0: don't want to open no, I think i'm going to open it no, you don't want toilet bowls that are full no what's so in, that's true that's that's very true, but what's so annoying is that like automatic flush means like it's a renovated Bathroom, and it's like, why can we have renovated bathrooms just with regular flushes? You know, it's like I don't want to give up the new, clean, renovated bathroom. Yeah, you know,
1: yeah. I guess they could just be like a little less hasty, is
0: what I would say. There should be like a 10 second timer, just in
1: case you drop your keys. <laughs> totally
0: traumatizing to the rental Jaguar. This stop, like I literally <laughs> to the can't. Jaguar
1: that you rented, you splurged, and you were yeah. like, "What
0: could go wrong?" Find <laughs> you two girls who will walk into a rental car. A budget rental car and be like, give us the nicest car you have. And they actually had a Jaguar. That was, And it was so fun to drive it. Like, yeah. I hate that I can't even reminisce on that weekend. Like, we had so much fun. Oh, I, they're two separate events no. for me. You weren't driving. Because when I was reading the book, I forgot about the flush. You weren't driving. You weren't the one who dropped the keys. And you weren't also the one who secretly, like, thought she had COVID. I woke up that morning, like, with such a painful like feeling in my throat, and we were driving everyone back, so I'm like, I'm gonna drive so fast, get everyone, I don't want to, I, I had the window open, I was like, I totally have COVID. Um, we all had colds when we got home from that, remember? We, like, I didn't quarantine. have COVID, but, like, and you know when you, like, during that time, every time you woke up, like, hungover, you were like, oh my god, I have COVID.
1: Yeah, but even if you had it then, we were all in such close quarters the whole time, like, we were
0: on the same team. No, I just like had anxiety and I'm like, I don't want anyone to know that like I'm not feeling well so let me just book it. We were making incredible time. It is like a five hour drive and I was going 90 miles an hour. We were going to make it back in two and a half hours. Like dead ass. We stopped for one motherfucking second and literally the whole day was derailed. This grandma. We had to wait in the parking lot, wait for a local taxi, wait for the AAA. It was horrible. Yeah. I'm glad we relived that. Yeah, but uh, there are two separate things to me and also
1: just be glad that it was Claudia who dropped the keys because if it was anybody else... Claudia would have murdered them
0: okay so that, murder that was <laughs> murder on the freeway that was the general consensus of the group like we're annoyed at you but thank god it was you because like you would be so much more annoyed at us and while I can definitely see how someone would think that of me I would never forgive whoever it was I really actually don't agree you know okay. I think I would be relieved that it wasn't me and I think, like, I mean, I had nowhere to go. If I was, like, in a rush, like, to make an appointment or something, I think I would have been just as helpful in calling the taxi and everything. I'm a doer, you know? I do. Um, I don't think I would have been as scary as everyone thought I was going to be. And it actually kind of hurt my feelings that everyone thought I was going to be so, like, scary.
1: Good. I'm glad that it resonated with you because that's how scary you would have been. But um, I wouldn't have. I'm telling you. No,
0: Claudia. No, I, like, I'm telling you, I, I probably would have thought it was funny. If it was on someone else's, like for me, the rental car was under my name. Right. My license, my credit card, and it was a fucking jaguar that we had to leave in the middle of Connecticut. So, like, if it was on someone else's ass, I don't think I would have been so stressed, you know? Okay. I really believe that. Just know thyself. And no, just I, know. I am knowing myself. That she
1: also probably would have not waited with the team and called an Uber and left. Oh no. That's really what you think of me. I never would do that. I'm a girl's girl okay the only thing that was like thank god there were so many thank gods one that it was claudia no one else two the car was open the car was open imagine if all of our stuff was locked in there we would have had to wait with the car wait for it to get open but thankfully we were able to get our stuff, stuff and
0: like leave the car and budget came and picked it up honestly shout out to budget yeah. I was waiting like months later to get a charge $100,000 for the Jaguar Just you left wait in Connecticut you, like go to buy a house and your credit score is in the tubes and you're like what happened and they're like you never returned return the, the Jaguar. <laughs> That's true. But I do check my credit quite often. So okay. I think I would know. Oh my god. <laughs> I did get like a big charge from them like for the AAA. It's like $2,500. Yeah, that seems fair. But that's not the price of a Jaguar. Sounds like the
1: end of the redheads. That seems fair. Every time we rate the book. That's funny. We do the average of all of our ratings, so it's fair. Yeah. And snitch every single time. because I. That seems fair. That seems fair.
0: It, you know what? Math is fair.
1: <laughs> that's the thing about
0: math. It's a magic number.
1: Okay. Instead of going down this triggering... Yeah.
0: Dro- re trip down memory
1: lane let's get into the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast
0: today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. life can be overwhelming and many people are burned out without even knowing it Sym- symptoms can include lack of motivation feeling helpless or trapped detachment fatigue and more and we associate burnout with work but that's not the only cause any of the roles in our life can lead us to feel burned out and better help online therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing you stress in your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Your mental health is not something to put on the back burner, girls and boys. Take care of it today with BetterHelp. And Morning Toast listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash toast. That's betterhelp, better hel slash toast.
1: Thank you. Our first story, a little legal news. Todd and Julie Chrisley have been found guilty of bank fraud and tax evasion. Reality stars Todd and Julie Chrisley were found guilty of bank fraud and tax evasion, TMZ reported on Tuesday. According to a court clerk for the Northern District of Georgia, the couple's accountant, Peter Tat was also found guilty on a series of related charges, including aiding and abetting the filing of false tax returns. A sentencing date has yet to be scheduled, and the stars are currently free on bond. Todd's attorney told TMZ they plan to appeal the jury's decision, saying we are disappointed in the verdict. They were initially indicted in August 2019, and a new indictment was filed in February of this year. Prosecutors allege that the duo submitted fake documents to banks when applying for loans, and that Julie also submitted false credit reports and bank statements when trying to to rent a house in California
0: I mean I love when they're like we're gonna appeal it the verdict isn't true like this isn't like a murder he said she said did she didn't she like there's literally a paper trail whether you paid your taxes or not did you evade them so I just feel like that's like such a lame response like you don't just get found guilty on tax evasion no one's ever been framed for tax evasion like you either paid your taxes or you did it so that is the first thought I have and the second thought I have is like obviously I'm not surprised by this I think like if you've been at all familiar with the Chrisleys over the years it's very unclear what they do for a living really yeah like and especially in the early seasons they had this big house and Todd was like this big like real estate is like what people say they do when they don't have a job right of course they're very successful people ambiguous
1: you could be at any different like level of real estate right you You could
0: be a agent renting apartments you could be the biggest developer in New York City a mogul right so it's just like this big it kind of gives the vibe like when someone says like I'm an entrepreneur like what does that mean yeah yeah no it leaves a lot open for interpretation it requires follow-up questions yeah so in the first couple seasons like they came on the show and like I remember Todd was like I've made my money I want to make the next big uh department store in Atlanta and obviously it never came to fruition but they were always like living this extravagant life and it wasn't clear what they did for a living Julie was like a stay-at-home mom and Todd was like kind of like retired it was really bizarre I've never really watched an entire episode of the show so if you had asked me to like tell you
1: who they are and what they do. Like, I kind of thought he was a preacher.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I totally see that. He gives,
1: like, preacher vibes, because I feel like he's always, like, preaching to his family.
0: Yeah, no, and I think he's definitely a man of the Lord. And it's like, Chrisley knows best. What does he know? What God knows, because he's a preacher. That's That's literally the best call you've ever made. Um, But no, he's not a preacher, but he does preach quite a bit. Um, So it's always felt like they were living beyond their means um, in a confusing way. And then there was, like, a period where they downsized... Um, which is never good on reality TV. Like it, They're always like, well, the kids are in college. Like, no, it's always a little like, what's going on? So they moved to like this smaller house. It was still really nice, but like much smaller. And they've always just been confusing about their finances. So this does not surprise me in the least.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of sentencing they get. And also... The verdict comes just weeks after Todd's ex-business partner, Mark Braddock, claimed that the reality star cheated on Julie (gasps) with him and that they paid off a blackmailer to keep the alleged gay affair a secret. So there's a lot. It's layered. It's layered like most things.
0: Okay. I mean, aside from that. And the show still is not canceled. That's so crazy. Mm -hmm. Aside from that gay affair thing. It is really sad to see, like, another reality star fall into, like, this trope of tax evasion. Like, it's becoming, like, standard for, like, people who become famous kind of overnight, make money. It's like, it's giving Mike Sorrentino. Yeah. Well, there's
1: two things. One, I think a lot of reality stars or people who become famous really quickly don't know how or that they have to pay the amount of taxes that they do. And that's, like, Mike's situation. I, I mean, I don't know. Really... I think Mike's was nefarious. Oh, really? I think it was, like, more intentional mm. than that. But I think that happens a lot. I don't think you necessarily go to, go jail, to jail for that. But then there's also, like,
0: intentional fraud, which seems like to Teresa, be what this is. Like, Teresa, Joe Giudice. Yeah. Yeah, well, as much as it pains me, because you know I hate the IRS, like, you can't fuck with them, like...
1: No, you've got to pay your taxes. You've got to pay your taxes.
0: I've thought about not doing it many times. Like... One of these days, like, I'm just going to stop. But today's And then we'll that be day. reading about you. I know, but, like, finally people will be talking about me. Is it worth it? If they let me go to, like, one of those nice prisons. No. No. Sorry, no. No. Not for you. No. So, um, wishing them, you know, best of luck in your sentencing. I feel like this isn't the type of case where you get, like, a plea deal. Because there's, like, nothing to, no one to rat out. Well, you know? maybe, like, restitution could help. Yeah. But I don't know, like, how much money they've got. I don't know either.
1: We shall see. Best of luck. We shall see. Best of luck. Next story: a little casting news. The role that a million girls will kill for is going to Julia Garner. She has been offered the Madonna role in the universal biopic of The Star. Inventing Anna actress, Julia Garner has been offered the role of Madonna in a forthcoming biopic about the pop icon. Sources familiar with the project told Variety. She has emerged the favorite from over a dozen candidates, one insider added, and has for months been speculated as a frontrunner for the part. A performance Madonna will shepherd herself as director. Garner's team is considering and expected to accept the offer, said another source. So the offer is out. It is not
0: confirmed signed, sealed, and delivered. I mean, this is just reminding me of, like, years ago when we were talking about the casting for Elvis. Like, it's the role a million girls wanted. Um, And they kind of went with, like, the not super obvious choice Mm -hmm. with Austin Butler and with Julia Garner. Now, people are obviously, like, using her hair as, like, the thing in, like, all the pictures because... Yeah, in the pictures, they do a side-by-side. It's pretty good. Yeah, like, her curly, blonde, natural hair, like, is really similar to the look Madonna had when she became, like, an icon so I see it visually um I'm not like a huge Madonna girl and I'm not a huge Julia Garner girl so I have to say I probably won't see this movie
1: yeah I agree also some of the other names that had been floated were Florence Pugh I don't see it Euphoria star Alexa Demi Oh, they, the only thing is they don't really look alike. Well, you can make anyone I look know. like anyone. Odessa Young, B.B. Rexa, and Skye Ferreira. But I remember reading on Dumois once that Liz Gillies was up for the role. <gasps> and now I can't get past that because she would be amazing. Because she's an amazing actress and an amazing singer. singer. And like, do these girlies sing? I don't know. That's such a
0: good call. And it's kind
1: of ruining this movie for me because now I'm just like, what could it have been? been. Yeah, should have been Liz. Yeah,
0: I was also thinking... um, and I don't know what a, like age they're looking for, but um, what's her name? Lily James. She was so good in Pam and Tommy, like irrecognizable. Like I, I just see her as like this Downton Abbey Cinderella, like princess royal vibe. But in Pam and Tommy, she was like so transformative. She like wasn't even herself. So I really could see her doing this well. Yeah, but I mean, it's Julia Gardner, so yeah. we should
1: stop like larping as it being anyone else.
0: But would it be an episode of The Morning Toast if we weren't live action role playing?
1: No, and. I agree. This doesn't like do that much for me, but I'm sure it'll be good. She's a really good actress. Yeah, she's very good. She was good good as Anna Delvey, yeah? She was very good as Anna Delvey because like I literally hated her. Yeah, you know I still haven't
0: seen it. Really? And I'm not going to see it. Well, like
1: the fanfare is over now? Yeah, no, I I successfully, because I had just given birth, so I successfully was able to
0: escape. But like if you are ever looking for something, like it was good. And it was like really interesting because I feel like even though we all became like invested in the storm. We all read the Vanity Fair article at the time. Like the like the ins and outs of like how she actually did it. Like how do you almost convince the biggest bank in the world, like literally a fortress, I think it was called Fortress, to give you money. Like the way in which she did it was actually kind of interesting to find out like exactly how. I can learn some tips. Yeah, if you're a fraudster in the making, con woman wannabe, like definitely check it out.
1: Yeah, but I would also imagine, like one, I'm sure this sort of series inspires plenty of con men I know. and women. But it also
0: alerts other people, like, this is what people do. Also, my only problem with inventing Anna is, like, they took it way too far. Like, when it was over, like, the article came out, Anna was wearing yada, yada, yada. It should have been over. But, like, the journalist, like, just had to go to Germany and meet her family. Like, stop. It was, it was like, classic, like, annoying journalist, you know? Yeah, classic. Classic. Are you ready for our next story? Mm, I think that I am.
1: And just like that, season two storyline will include Samantha's character. The Sex and the City spin-off series and just like that will welcome back the show's beloved Samantha Jones, albeit virtually. The HBO Max series, which was renewed for season two, star Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis, and a much buzzed about absence from the original series star Kim Cattrall. But fret not, showrunner Michael Patrick King revealed to Variety the show's storyline will feature the dearly missed PR guru. King, who previously said the door wasn't open for her return, was asked if fans can expect to see Samantha's character creep into the storyline of the upcoming season a bold and clear-cut yes was his answer he remained tight-lipped about his plans for the show telling the outlet it's also new right now one of my big rules is don't tell things until they are real okay completely aside when you got my lunch order yesterday at my house what the fuck was there a soup i'm just remembering that i ordered a soup
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i never got it okay um First of all, what? I, something about this story made me think of soup. Okay, so second of all, um, Zach was the one who opened the bag and passed me your wrap so I could put it on a plate for you. Got it. So you would have to ask Zach because I, I didn't even open the bag and get my lunch. I like, wasn't hungry. Okay, got
1: it. Maybe it's in the fridge, but I just remember like I was looking forward to that soup and then I don't know where it went.
0: Okay, thanks. Um, I don't know. I have no information for you. I'm joking. <laughs> <Okay. drunk. laughs> um, and back to the story, I feel like this is a Big Nothing Burger. Okay. Because he said, will her character be like some part of the plot? Yes. Her character was part of the plot in the first season. Carrie was texting with Samantha while she was in Paris.
1: Yeah, like when they said virtually, again, like maybe Carrie's on a Zoom with Samantha, but we don't see Samantha. And maybe they get like some Kim Cattrall impersonator to have a
0: voiceover. Right. Or Anything to cut out the only person who's worth watching on the show. 100%. The only other way I can see them doing this is them recasting Samantha, which I think would be like literally the worst idea of no. all time because Samantha was a great character for sure, but she was really made exceptional by Kim Cattrall. It's not just a role that anyone could play. Totally. It's like Moira, you know? No, that would be insane. That would be so stupid. I hope they don't do that, but like I so Ben was in LA last week and on his way home, he flew United and they have and just like that and he started to watch it and he came home and like he had so many thoughts. He's like so what episode like when does samantha come back because i'm not going to finish it just like tell me i'm like i don't know how to tell you this but she's like not on the show heartbroken he was like what he he, like he obviously doesn't keep up with pop culture and know that like the kim cattrall sarah jessica parker drama is like a thing so he was absolutely devastated he said it was the worst show he's ever seen in his life like cringy so try hard spoiler alert he couldn't get over that they killed big like (laughs) He, imagine, like, not caring so, like, caring so little about pop culture that not knowing a year later that Big dies. Yeah. Like, could never be me.
1: No. Never. No, it's crazy that they, like, brought back the show just to kill Big. Yeah, and Samantha, like. Yeah, the two more likable characters.
0: And I have to say, I remember recapping it, like, I did actually really enjoy the show, but it was, like, a hate-watching thing, and I don't think, like, if I had to, you know, give a critical analysis of the show, would I say it was very good, but um, I did enjoy it. Well, I mean, they would – they should bring
1: Samantha back. And they still won't, and they'll just tease shit like this, and that's annoying for the fans. But I don't
0: think Samantha's return is their choice. I think it's Samantha's choice.
1: I think now it's both, you know, because she's also, like, trash them, Mm -hmm. and it's really Sarah Jessica Parker's show, and I don't know if she would have her back. Yeah. I'm just glad to be, like, extricated from this situation because I don't
0: watch, and so I have no horse in this race. Yeah, no, me neither. And honestly, I don't even know if I would want Kim Cattrall back because it would be so awkward between them. I don't think that they could recapture the magic that the four of them had back in the day. But it was
1: awkward back in the day, too, when you listen to stories. Yes, but it
0: wasn't as bad as it of is now. Of course,
1: of course. And I think everyone would just be watching being like, these people hate each
0: other. Yeah, and it's hard to watch movies with people who hate each other. Kissing Booth too. Yeah. Jo- Jacob Elordi and Joey King. Yeah. Literally, I think half of their scenes were filmed in like a split screen because they refused to be in the same room talk like, about no you, chemistry
1: you, no you can't date if you're gonna ruin the franchise a
0: hundred percent like either do it in or your don't.
1: contract it should be like are you mature enough to if you fall in love with this person be able to work with them again no
0: the contract should be like are you planning on dating your co-star yes okay I will only fork over the salary if you plan to date them up until this franchise no. is over are you open to dating your co-star
1: yes Are you open to, if you break up, still being an adult and being able to work with them? Yeah.
0: Yes. I have to say, like, not that I know anything about the situation, but from the kissing booth too, I do feel like it was Jacob Elordi who, like, couldn't stand Joey King. I don't know if he was hurt, but I think the vibe that I got, which is based on absolutely nothing, is that he was the one who, like, made it awkward. Okay, so he'll need to have that in his contract going forward. Yeah, and he loves to date co-stars. He was spotted with Zendaya. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Are you ready for our next story? Only if it's a story that's brought to you um, by stamps.com. It is. When you're running a small business, every second counts. You can't afford to waste a single moment. So why are you still taking time out of your day going to the post office when you could be using Stamps.com instead? Stamps.com makes mailing and shipping quick, easy, and cost effective. For more than 20 years, they've been an indispensable resource for over 1 million businesses. They give you access to the post office and UPS shipping services right from your computer. You can get discounts you can't find anywhere, like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS streamline your shipping process with stamps.com's easy to use software all you need is your computer and a printer there's no extra supplies or equipment required and you're up and running in minutes printing any official us postage for any letter any package anywhere you want to send they work seamlessly with shopify amazon etsy ebay and more stop wasting time and start saving money when you use stamps.com to mail and ship sign up with promo code toast for special offers that include a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code toast. Great, our
1: next story, the internet is losing its mind over a couple who said they had Minnie and Mickey at their wedding instead of food. Reddit users went off on a person who claimed in a forum that she and her husband skipped catering their weddings so they can afford an appearance by Mickey and Minnie Mouse. My fiance and I just got married two months ago and we had our dream wedding, the Reddit For user you. wrote. However, she wrote she's a self-described huge Disney fan, quote about a month and a half ago my aunt started posting on facebook about how disappointed she was with the whole ordeal and a few guests sided with her the cost to have both minnie and mickey for a good chunk of time 30 minutes was almost exactly what our parents allotted for our catering budget so we scheduled an appearance during our first dance and our wedding photos for going served food though there were plenty of facilities at the venue where people could eat and then the post was removed by by their operators. Yeah, buy their own food. The moderator said that they remove posts from feeds for a variety of reasons, including keeping communities safe, civil, and true to their purpose.
0: But the screenshot of that girl's like testimony has made its way around the Internet because you can delete everything you want, but the Internet lives forever and remembers and- everything. Okay, so my thoughts on this are twofold, obviously. My first is that um, foregoing food... Te- like, <laughs> Sorry. Foregoing food... To have Mickey and Minnie at your wedding is so unwell. Like, it's delusional, but it's your wedding and you can really do whatever you want. So, like, don't invite me, but, like, sure, I empower other couples to make their wedding exactly how they want to be. But you are an unwell human being. But... Your aunt going on Facebook and, like, starting a thread a month later about your wedding. Like, oh, my God. Okay, You missed missed one one meal. meal. Calm the fuck down. It's definitely weird and definitely worth gossiping about behind the bride's back. 100%. But to start a thread on Facebook, like, that's kind of next level diabolical.
1: Yeah, I agree. But if the aunt had started this, we would never know. So I'm grateful to the auntie. But I'm just going to play devil's advocate for a second. Mm -hmm. You know, because we all eat three meals a day happens every day most of the time some people more some people less and to miss one meal so that these people could have their dream whatever it is you know everyone dreams differently like it's their wedding it just meant like you didn't have lunch but they got mickey and minnie in their pictures forever
0: okay small price to pay i have two things to <laughs> it's say small price to pay i have two things to say one if these people were on four weddings they literally would have come in last place you ever watch four weddings no i've never even heard of it what Oh man, me and Olivia used to be obsessed with the show. Can I tell you what it's about? It's a TLC show. Four brides are competing. They all go to their—they all plan their weddings, and it's not sponsored at all. Like they all plan it on their own budget, and each of the four brides goes to each other's weddings and grades it based on experience, food, overall fun, the dress, and then at, at the end of the show, all the couples are waiting together at like this bachelor-style mansion and whoever gets the highest score gets a free honeymoon cute it's a really good show but the brides are fucking evil like literally if they have to wait one extra second for their food or like if their food comes out like lukewarm but not warm enough three three out of ten for food it
1: shouldn't be the fellow brides judging each other because of course they're going to want to sabotage so they can win it should be like professional party goers say you and i who are do who are the professional judges
0: yeah they do. and don't have a horse in the race their scoring system does try and negate people giving intentionally low scores like I think I don't I forget how they do it but they have a system it's not perfect for sure but it's such a good show and like people the other brides find the most insane things to complain about at other people's weddings just to justify giving a lower score and if this couple was on four weddings like I could just imagine the episode so that was the first thing that came to mind. Second of all, I do hear what you're saying. Like, yes, to forego a meal. However. (laughs) And there were vendors around. However. There were people traveling for your wedding. Do you live in Orlando? You know what I mean? Is this a destination wedding? I don't think so. No? I don't
1: think so. It sounds like it was like an afternoon wedding. Okay. Like a luncheon. I just feel like if you're not going to serve food, like you do have to let people know. For sure. You do have to let people know so they could bring a snack or they could bring, you know, some money for the vending machine no, or vendors. No, I would vendors. literally bring
0: in like a fiber one bar in my clutch. Or have a big meal before yeah. or after. Yeah, no. I guess like the the concept that people are like hanging on to is like, Instead of giving, you know, the people you love in your life, like, an experience to remember, you had Mickey and Minnie and you're grown adults. Like, that's what no, I think. of course would
1: I choose it for myself. No, I value food more than I value Mickey and Minnie. Mm-hmm. But say it wasn't, say it was, like, Kim. Of course I would, I would forego. <laughs> You'll co- starve. I would forego food for Kim 100%. Yeah. And that's the same thing like don't yuck their yums. Say some people wanted to hire the Streis brothers to come right. to their wedding. Bryson Streis will be in all of your pictures. But Bryson Streis
0: would do it for free. That's the difference. Okay, but
1: say like their fee, mm-hmm. even just to fly them out to your wedding, was the same as the food, so they forgoed food to have the Streis brothers at your wedding and yeah. in your pictures.
0: What are you gonna do? I guess it's just the way that she wrote the post, like how obvious, like of course we let go of the food. Right, and it's
1: an in a forum where you post to find out if you're in the wrong or to tell someone else they're in the wrong or to sit back and just watch that is a great concept for a forum right so that's why everybody is weighing in because that's the point of the forum. she asked right
0: that's interesting so i agree like it could never be me and if that's going to be you like sure but like i do think you're like ill like not okay <laughs> no, of course and
1: at the end of the day if I were a guest at this wedding I would never stop making fun of them I probably would never talk to you again yeah no I would be hungry I'd be hangry mm-hmm. but I just I always like to offer an alternate perspective no
0: and you're like you are right like at the end of the day it's your wedding like your wedding is your choice however you choose to spend your money like a hundred percent it's just probably the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my yeah, life it's a weird choice for sure could never be me but like I empower you to make your own choices your own weird choices yeah That's freedom. Yeah. You know? Freedom.
1: Freedom. Freedom. You got it. No, we were going back and forth on freedom. (laughs) Speaking of singing, are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yeah. Oh, shit. You didn't look ready.
0: How is this going to go?
1: Wherever the chips may fall. We're even now. Okay. So you'll never know what I'm going to do.
0: Wow, you're such a loose cannon.
1: (laughs) It's the
0: final story. <laughs> <laughs> it's the final story. Mickey and Minnie, go fuck yourselves. I want my dinner now. <laughs> Are you thinking? No. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> the scariest
1: wedding guest. Oh my god. The scariest Run. wedding guest.
0: Totally. Of all time, she wants her dinner now. No. That's like how they used to sing in temple. That
1: is how they sung it. I mean, if you and Ben weren't like an influencer duo, you would be... a A rabbi
0: and a cantor duo.
1: Yeah, or just two cantors duetting actually but you guys would like be like every room
0: for this town's only big enough for one canter <laughs> each of you would want the last note by the way for those who don't know what a canter is like when you go to temple there's a rabbi and a cantor, and the cantor is like a really beautiful voice and sings all the prayers and for a brief period in my life like I really thought I could be the next big canter
1: and Ben really has it in him you guys heard how we did the final story like yeah. that's the exact tenor of a, of a camper. I'm sorry, of a canter. <laughs> I keep, like, in my head, I was like, I'm about to say camper. I'm like, no, camper.
0: <laughs> I want my dinner
1: now. <laughs> Amen. Our fifth and final story, a little tech news. Mm. iOS 16 will let you edit and even unsend wait, texts and messages. What did you call it? iOS. <laughs> it's iOS, right? Yeah,
0: Uh, it's the IOS. (laughs) IOS? That's like the chapstick. It's Eos. EOS. It's iOS. Like, say it how you want, but I just want to, like, let you know it's iOS. You
1: don't think there's people who call it iOS? I I just found out there is. There's people like me. We can start a community. (laughs) Anyways, during its WWDC 2022 event, Apple announced a bunch of new features on the way for its software platforms, including the ability to edit messages you've already sent in its Messages app. Apple Software Engineering VP announced the changes while discussing iOS 16 updates, adding that users will be able to unsend messages and mark threads unread to easily revisit them later covering three of the most requested features from iMessage users unsend messages edit edit messages and mark threads unread to easily this is what I need this is what I need because usually I said what I said and I meant it but I need the ability if I open a message to leave it unread just like I do with my emails to know that I need to come back to it 100% I completely forget about text messages all the time because I open them forget about them
0: and move on to be honest like the fact that apple has to have like a whole presentation to add like the unread feature is so stupid like put it in an update like you don't need to make like a whole conference about it it's so simple
1: yeah they do their conference for like other things and you know showing us the new iPad or this MacBook, or that yeah um, and now it's really like their biggest PR thing and people could be get used to it And like people sit around like waiting for it to go live No,
0: people like literally stand outside and live stream themselves which like, is an
1: interesting way to spend your day but like other people have Mickey and Minnie at their wedding right so right everybody's different mm-hmm. um they also said that the edit or recall for a message will be up to 15 minutes after sending it, but what if the person has already seen it? Yeah, no, and then you could gaslight that meaning t- I didn't say that. I no. think it'll be just like um, first of all, I think it will say edited if it's been edited, and you probably also get a message when someone something was unsent, like you do on Instagram. that's my favorite, like when I get a whole flood of in my on my homepage, someone unsent a message, unsent a message. I'm like, oh, someone's defecting yeah, and they're literally. ashamed that
0: they were once crawled at my no, bus. See, like, I feel I feel like with the unsend, you should only be able to unsend a message that the person hasn't opened yet. Yeah, of course. And Apple but... should be able to tell you that. Like if if unsend comes up as an option, that means they haven't seen it yet. And if it doesn't come up as an option, the person hasn't seen it yet. To unsend a message that someone already saw is like literally not the point. <laughs> yeah I guess like just
1: the sh- like say you're like drunk texting, and then the next morning you could like erase all of them, and assuming the person but didn't take a screenshot, yeah, they know that you did it, but like you could wipe the like, slate, but thing. they
0: already got it, so the the message is done, you know, yeah. I do like that thing, the op- option for an edit button, because like as someone who literally cannot write one sentence without typos, True. just to be able to, instead of doing asterisk and then say the typo again and then asterisk True. again, the asterisk is going to go out of business. I love that. I'm a frequent a- asterisk user and, and it's you really don't even bother. You write blah, blah, blah. I don't and bother with and you. And then two weeks later, it's like, why didn't you do that? I'm like, what did you tell me to do? Blah, blah, blah. I don't bother with you. But like when I'm talking to like other people who like don't know how I communicate, I have to use my asterisk.
1: But you don't, and that's why, like, Sophia with an F thought, what, what did she 130 think? 1.30 and 10.30. <laughs> 1.30 and 10.30, exactly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but now you could edit that, but it also would require it, you to to register. The error.
0: Yeah, so I will definitely be using edit. I would like more clarification on what the unsend rules are. Yeah, it might just be, like, for your own peace of mind. Yeah, like, the way Instagram does it is pretty good. Yeah, You can unsend it, but you also see that they saw it. So I will never unsend something somebody already saw. But
1: people don't have, the, not everyone has their read receipts on.
0: On Instagram, they do.
1: No, on text. Yeah, I know.
0: So I'm curious how it's going to work. And I don't want you to know when I'm reading stuff. No, I got a new phone and like for the first month, nobody bothered to tell me my read receipts were on
1: no it wasn't that it was like this do not disturb no, this thing. was like a while ago oh
0: and i just remember like literally shout out matt hardoon ben's friend was like why are your read receipts on i'm like what nobody had told me like not even ben
1: oh i have mad respect for people with their read receipts on because that means that they get around to things like i couldn't have my read receipts on because you would see that i read it the moment that you sent it and i never answered you know and it's
0: so embarrassing the rate in which i read
1: yeah no it's embarrassing for me yeah but now with this new mark is unread like that's gonna be game changing for me game changing that's what i've needed so thank you
0: yeah no this sounds good yeah people what they want yeah we'll see how it goes i'm happy for the drunk texters yeah that's gonna be good huge huge for the drunk texting industry (laughs) <laughs> um, all right, should we dive into Dear Toasters, our advice
1: segment? Let's, and if any of you were drunk texting any device, advice, there's your advice.
0: And it's brought to you by Modern Fertility. Knowledge is power, and when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. And there aren't many decisions bigger than having a kid, but for many women, for their fertility is a big question mark. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple fingerprint prick. Mail it in the mail with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Insights into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same information at $159, which is a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com toast, you'll get $20 off that test, leaving it at just $139. If you have HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars towards Modern Fertility. So if you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound information about your body can help you make that decision for, for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is helping our listeners with $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash toast, that means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at the doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash toast, modernfertility.com slash toast. Knowledge is power, you guys. Dear Toasters, our advice segment we do every Wednesday, you can submit your submissions at deertoasters at gmail.com. Dear Harry, Theo, Bruce, Jackie, and Claudia, in, In order a- of importance. <laughs> Me last? Wow. I moved away from my city a year ago with a solid group of friends. We worked together for years. We went on girls trips and we were super close. I was particularly close with one girl named Margot. Margot got engaged a month before I moved. Leading up to it, we had talked so much about the future wedding, where we wanted to go for the bachelorette party, and I was so excited to help her plan her big day. Fast forward a few months, my old friends and even some new ones who were introduced three months before the engagement were posting on social media with their will you be my bridesmaid gift box. I assumed mine was in the mail, but nothing ever arrived. We FaceTime once every few weeks and catch up like nothing is wrong, talk about wedding stuff, and we say that we need to get together soon. The wedding is now two months away, and I haven't been asked to be a bridesmaid, go on the bachelorette party, the bridal shower, or anything except to be a guest. I feel super left out. It makes me not even want to go to the wedding anymore. It's a flight across the country, a rental car, and a hotel for a girl who seemingly doesn't really want me, in her life as anything more than acquaintance. But if I don't go, it will be awkward in our group and might sever the relationship for good. What would you do? Signed, a forgotten toaster. Damn. Honestly, what? Damn. I, like, there's nothing worse than, like, f- the feeling that you're not wanted, you know? Yeah. And, like, sometimes you're, like, overreacting, but usually if you're feeling that way, like, It's kind of the vibe. Like, if you're not invited somewhere, it's because they didn't want to invite you. Of course, but
1: there's a difference between not being someone's bridesmaid and, like, not being wanted, period. And I think you not going to the wedding would sever a relationship that, like, is still pretty good. I mean, it's a bummer that she didn't ask you to be a bridesmaid. You never know, like, what her reasons were. But it doesn't mean that you should, like, give up the whole friendship. And, like, what about the other girls? And, like, that would just sour this relationship that you have with this group of friends. And I... am i Understand that it's hurtful, but like I don't think you should throw away like the whole friendship group of friends and or even just like Cause such a stink like you'll have a fun weekend at the wedding not ever like I have so many friends close friends who I don't just consider acquaintances who were at my wedding that weren't
0: bridesmaids or my bachelorette party but like that doesn't mean you don't come to my wedding yeah I guess but I don't know if they're like even still friendly anymore so they only talk every couple of weeks because she moved
1: right so that would also explain why you weren't on the bachelorette party but like you should still go see your friends like I, I
0: yeah, I, I guess I agree. Like, you should be happy for for other people, and really I'm not, not saying be happy for other people. I'm just no, saying, you like, should be happy. It's her wedding. It doesn't
1: have to be all or nothing.
0: Yeah, I'm that very you're much either an a all bridesmaid or, girl. or you're not a friend.
1: Yeah, I'm an all or nothing girl. Like, if someone didn't invite you on your batch, on their bachelorette, you'd say thank you so much. I appreciate. Yes, you. I do you happen, would not be hurt at all. I, I
0: do happen to dislike bachelorette parties like immensely.
1: If someone didn't ask you not to be bridesmaid, you would say, thank you so much. You understand me. You get me. Yeah. But, I don't want to spend the whole day at the venue getting ready. But that's me. That's not this right. girl. Right. 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 So everybody is different. different. So, I guess. And also, like, if you had moved away from all your friends and you were already feeling like a little untethered and then you got a blow like this, like, I think that would hurt you.
0: Yeah. 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 I think it's probably like a, a pile on of things for this girl. Yeah.
1: But I don't think you should throw away all the friendships and I think you should go and have a good time and... And maybe when it's your bachelorette, this is what you should do. You should rush to get engaged. Rush, rush, rush. Like find, get on hinge, get now. on hinge, find someone to get engaged to you. Have a bachelorette party. Invite everyone except that girl. Everyone except her. And yeah, then she'll so know she how, knows how it feels, what, it, what it's like. And then you can break off the engagement and move on with your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Best advice you've ever given. <laughs> Literally, hands down. An eye for
1: an eye. Sometimes it's the only way.
0: I love
1: when you get like this. But an eye for an eye, the whole world goes blind. Blind. Yeah. And that works for me,
0: honestly. As long as we're all not seeing. Yeah, right. Why should it just be me? I completely (laughs) agree. Next up, dear Claudia and Jackie, I love you both so much. Your episodes are literally getting me through med school. It would mean so much to me if you read this on the toast. Mm -hmm. One of my guy friends asked me to come over and make dinner, just us, last weekend. Cute. It has always been friend vibes between us, but I was kind of trying to keep an open mind because he's a really nice guy. We made dinner, we were watching TV afterwards, and low-key, I thought it was kind of awkward and I couldn't see us becoming more than friends. After a while, I went to the bathroom and I noticed that the medicine cabinet was left slightly open. Sure, sure it was. After I pried it open with... (laughs) After I left it slightly open, I noticed it was left slightly open. After I opened it up, it was open. (laughs) So I decided to snoop, but when I came back out, he asked me if I checked out the medicine cabinet. What? Of course, then I had to go look, but I so wish I didn't, Because what do I find in the medicine cabinet? A fucking condom, one singular condom. Keep in mind, we literally hadn't held hands or kissed or anything of the sort. I was totally prepared to just pretend I didn't see it. But of course as soon as I came out again, he asked me what I thought about it. I told him I
1: didn't...
0: (laughs) Run! Run! Why are you still typing this? Run! I told him I didn't want to ruin our friendship and I left soon afterwards. Good. The problem is that we're part of the same close friend group at a small school and there's no way to avoid seeing him for the next few years. What should I do? Should I tell him how disrespectful and inappropriate that was? Or should should I just pretend this never happened lastly should I stay upset or just chalk this up to a really funny story sincerely a slightly disturbed toaster I have to say of all the ways I've heard of like men trying to get women into bed this is a new one this is hey, so... did you see that one condom in my medicine cabinet? What did you think What'd of What did you it? think? That's Ugh.
1: horrific.
0: If you didn't have the ick from him before, like, you no. certainly have it now. That's the
1: ickiest thing I've ever heard. Now, what you should do is obviously avoid him at all costs. And in order to, like, have your friends avoid him, too, just tell them the story.
0: Yeah, tell everyone the story. I don't know if, like, I do feel like his heart was in the right place. He's no. just, like, a cringy man. No. no? I don't think so. Like, that's really,
1: really bad. Yeah? There's some, like, either, if you want to come, like... Come on to someone. Use your words.
0: Yeah, I agree. We're all adults.
1: Like let's... that is like really fucking creepy.
0: No, it's so weird.
1: Especially, Especially he did leave it open. They were
0: on. He did leave yeah, it open. Yeah. No. They... Oh, right. Sorry. We blame we you. totally accused you. We totally <laughs>
1: accused you. Especially they were on the couch. Like they had just made dinner. She was keeping an open mind. Like could have
0: been natural. Put the moves on. Yeah. But to crazy. hide behind your condom in the medicine cabinet is so. Weird. That's lazy, and it also just means like he just wants to fuck you. Like he doesn't want to be in a relationship with you. So weird. That is cringe master three thousand. Like uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm in pain for you. Yeah. And honestly, like you really should never speak to this person again. He's obviously unwell. Obviously, no, seriously. Like I'm not even joking. Run,
1: run, run. Like you run from it all. Oh, that's funny. I was thinking "Run" by Lauren Elena. Run. Sing it. Daddy said the truck's all yours if you let it run. Do you know this song? It's so I don't good. Know. I don't think so. It's
0: so good. I'll, I'll listen to it. Listen to that and then don't forget to listen to Soul by Lee Bryce. Everyone. And then um, the Morning Toast Patreon. Also, <laughs> uh, so that's our advice. Run, right? Run. Run. Run for the hills. Mm-hmm. Run, forest, Run. <laughs> should, run. We, should we keep going? Run, toaster. Run. Run, run a slightly disturbed toaster. Run. <laughs> all right, our third and final Dear Toaster submission. I'm in quite a peculiar pickle. My boyfriend's friend was recently dumped by his long-term girlfriend and my p John boyfriend on. has been trying to keep him busy. My boyfriend's friend was dumped Im- by his okay, girlfriend. Got it, got so the P-John boyfriend is trying to keep the friend busy. He makes sure to include him whenever possible even if it's third willing with my boyfriend and I. I love his friend, but we have an issue. He never pays, or even offers to pay for anything when we go out. How should we approach this subject to him? We understand he's going through it, but we are not made of money. We don't want to stop including him just because he won't pay, but enough is enough. I sincerely appreciate any words of advice from two beautiful, stunning, and smart girlies.
1: So many things you can do to get him to pay, but first I would say, like, okay, his girlfriend broke up with him. It doesn't mean you have to like adopt him and make sure he has a right. warm meal every day. I just want to say, he's not terminally ill. Like,
0: no. He's heartbroken. He'll be fine. No,
1: like, it's really not a big deal. Like, why don't you get him on a dating app and, like...
0: Right. He's not an orphan.
1: He can find someone else to pay for him. Yeah. But few things you could do. One you guys go to dinner and you leave him with the check and say you got this one like we got all the other ones. Two you guys if he makes you pay you then Venmo him mm-hmm. and if he doesn't ever get the message then you, either, then you either say something or you stop inviting him or you stop inviting him and you tell him it's because he doesn't pay. Like you are not a charity and this behavior needs to
0: stop. Yeah no are you a 501c3? I don't think so. You're not tax exempt and you don't need to be paying for this grown-ass man's meals all the time. Yeah. Messed up. People have such nerve. No, the self-awareness, like, the lack of self-awareness when it comes to money with people in our generation is astounding. Like, whether it's Venmoing me 50 cents for, like, the uh, vending machine pretzels we split or, like, not offering to pay. Like, people, especially when people write in, like, you really see how people are so weird about money. Yeah. And it's, like, so uncomfortable. And it really can, like, ruin a friendship. And that's where that age-old phrase come from comes from like you don't mix business with pleasure
1: of course but let me just think about it from another angle for a second like are you guys is he glomming on to your plans or like are you insisting he come with you because you're worried about him because if like you're always the ones doing in the inviting and mm. then what if he's not someone who would be dining out all this time he's like why should Multiple i times a week why should i pay when like you guys asked me to come and like mm. i wouldn't be going out to dinner i don't spend my money like that that's interesting too we need to understand who invited who and at the end of the day like you guys need to break free like you're not a throuple this just sounds like a toxic he's fine he will be fine he's fine next time you see him just like download an app for him so that he can find someone
0: or like if you want to spend time with him and make sure he's okay like stay right right stay cook order a pizza like low budget low budget you know yeah doesn't have to be like a all the cameras coming out for a public affair when you take uh-huh. this guy out, you know. A hundred percent. There's no re- There's no need for extravagance. Save that for day night, honestly. Yeah.
1: No, or start. Oh, and say by the way, say he's being a casa, and like that's just what it is, and right. he's insisting because he's so sad and heartbroken. Start going to like really gross restaurants. Yeah, take him to
0: the Motel Six.
1: Yeah, no, like go to restaurants with like a
0: d cockroach
1: yeah put a little Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: put a mice in your a mouse in your purse yeah I love that for you.
1: Yeah, or like whatever his least favorite cuisine is, like keep going there. Yeah, it sounds like you guys
0: are spoiling him. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're wondering why. He needs to be knocked down a few pegs because honestly sounds like you made him a monster.
1: Yeah, which could happen. And like that's why they say no good deed goes unpunished. Oh,
0: so true. No good deed goes unpunished. And that's why if you do no good deeds, you'll never be punished. Gorgeous. That's today's lesson. And that's today's show. That is
1: today's show on a Wednesday, which, as discussed, is sometimes good, sometimes bad. As aforementioned.
0: (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So, if you are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. Please subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. Yes,
1: but, you know, I think you need to redirect your efforts because, like, we have way more subscribers than we have viewers, which means the viewers have subscribed. But so what you need to ask is for the podcast listeners, just go and subscribe, even though it means nothing to them, yeah. just for your ego. What Jackie said. Podcast listeners, just go
0: onto YouTube and subscribe to us. We won't bother you. Yeah. We will not bother you there. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an incredible Wednesday, and we'll see you tomorrow once we're over the hump on Thursday. Can't wait.
1: Goodbye.